Welcome to Minnesota Circle. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nicole. Minnesota is filled with incredible gems from the beautiful North Shores of Lake Superior to the locally owned coffee shops where they greet you by name. Join us each week as we highlight all the amazing things Minnesota has to offer. We interview local entrepreneurs and inspiring individuals, share hidden travel gems, events, and more. We believe in the power of personal narratives and have a passion for making our communities feel more connected. At the end of each episode, we will also feature a song from a local musician. All you need to know for Minnesotans on the go. This episode is brought to you by Jillian E. Mansfelt Photography. When you're welcoming a new life, don't leave your special memories of that magical and busy time to chance. Preserve those once-in-a-lifetime milestones and moments with custom maternity and newborn and family photography by Jillian Mansfeld. She doesn't just take pictures, she creates art. Telling your family's story through beautiful, natural, and timeless boutique photo sessions in her charming studio in St. Paul. For more information or to schedule your session, call Jillian E. Mansfeld Photography today at 651 651- Two seven three zero nine zero five. That's six five one two seven three zero nine zero five. Hello, hello. We are back to all those who are listening while they're in the car or while they're cooking and cleaning or going for a run or whatever you're doing right now. I really appreciate that. You chose to listen to Minnesota Circle. Um, we are really grateful that you're here. Uh, so, just a couple of housekeeping things before the interview. Um, we have an event coming up next Monday. Uh, this is in July here. And um, we are really excited about this. It's going to be a small, intimate networking event. And we are going to be making candles, doing some shopping, having some snacks, and just really getting to know each other. A little better. So I highly recommend getting your tickets now because they will sell out. There's a very small amount of them. Uh, so visit our website, the mncircle.com or our Instagram, Minnesota Circle, and get your tickets. And then today we just released something super fun <laughs> in, in celebration of our three-year anniversary coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, we are doing a huge summer giveaway uh, in partnership with C. Carey Color, Nosh Posh Minnesota, and Candid Booth. Um, we are giving away a gift card to Can Can Wonderland, two state pair tickets, a uh, package of art from C. Carey Color, two hours of a photo booth rental. I mean, it's just a fabulous package. So go and enter that now. It runs through July 31st. So make sure that you are following us on Instagram and entering that giveaway uh, because that is one not to miss. And as always, we end every episode of our Minnesota Circle podcast with a song from a local musician. And this time we have 
Monica LaPlante with her single Compression. So feeling overworked and underwhelmed as a waitress in Minneapolis, Monica LaPlante used the COVID-19 pandemic as a chance to untangle the weird web inside her mind. Compression is an encapsulation of bottled up anxiousness and uncertainty set to vintage drum machines, 70s funk bass lines, and whacked out synthesizers. It's easy to believe the Minneapolis Star Tribune crowned LaPlante the quarantine rock queen. So listen to her song, Compression, at the end of our episode. And for our interview, we are speaking with Amina from VN Cakes, who I just love her attitude on life and her just her story of how she became a professional baker on the side. This isn't even her full-time gig and um, just hearing her journey. So now it is Amina. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We are back with a local guest. We have Amina Adeyemi, who is here with from Beyond Cakes, who I am so excited to be chatting with and hearing her story. Um, She just makes the most amazing types of cakes. Like they, I I don't even know how she comes up with all these amazing designs (laughs) and they taste fantastic. So usually like, I feel like I could maybe do one or the other, maybe, (laughs) but (laughs) she does both. So Amina, I am excited to be chatting with you. So first of all, yeah, first of all, I just want to say, I just want to ask, how long have you been baking? Um, I would say literally four years. So I started baking four years ago. Um, I was bored. <laughs> so I was preparing for my bar exams and I got bored and I needed something to distract me. And I was like, you know, what? why don't I just bake a cake? And my husband's birthday was pretty close. So I decided to bake a cake. Like, at least that would take me off the stress of having to study and all that. And I, that was when I did my first cake. And let's just say it didn't come out as expected. Even though he was happy about it, but I was like, nah. So I kind of like challenged myself. So uh, two months after was my son's birthday. So I challenged myself again. Like, you know what? I'm going to try this again. I had so much fun doing it the first time. So I'm going to try it and do it again. And my son's birthday was after my exam. So like, okay, fine. That's another thing to just get my mind off before results come out so and that was uh, so every every cake I made was just for me to challenge myself and that was four years ago and yeah <laughs> that's how I started <laughs> and so you're completely self-taught then you never went to any culinary Not or baking all. schools so Not at all. that is just amazing <laughs> how do you even know how to assemble these cakes like did you watch videos or just kind of trial and error so I watch videos on YouTube on how to stock a cake, uh, basically everything, how to frost, how to stock. Um, the recipes, I got them off, off Google, and I just look for the ones that I feel like, you know what, it's foolproof, easy to go to, and all that stuff like that. And But for stacking, decorations, everything, I just go on YouTube, type what I need, and just like, okay, fine, follow, follow, follow suits. And yeah, and that's what I've been doing. So every new cake I need to do, and it's something I've not done before. I just check online Google and YouTube to see if I, if there are any, um, any tutorials there. And yeah, just follow that. (laughs) You make it sound so simple. (laughs) 
Oh, just YouTube it. You can make this masterpiece yourself. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like I just I'm more of a I'm a person that like I'm more of seeing things. I learn better when I see. So watching those videos really helped me a lot. Um, so yeah, just follow the steps. Just follow the tutorials in. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were studying for an exam. So you have another mm-hmm. job outside of Beyond Cakes. Yes. Yes, correct. So then I was studying for my bar exam. So currently I'm a document review attorney. And so that is my, I would say my day job. <laughs> and Beyond Cakes is still my day job. So basically I have two jobs. So yeah, two full-time jobs. <laughs> So ever since that started with your first cake that you made for your husband, how has things grown from then? Did you, how did you kind of get the word out? Was it your family saying, oh, hey, like, how did that, how did it grow? When I started, I had basically two really close friends, like two friends of mine. So I told them, you know what? Just let me know when your kids are having their birthdays and I will make their cakes. Don't just tell me what you want, the flavor, the design, and I will do it out of my way so that was how I started um so with my friends I I had their birthday dates like I would just say oh your child's birthday is coming up right so what does he want and my very first two-tiered cake um was for my friend's son's birthday and he wanted a dinosaur cake so that was my first time working with fondant that was my first time doing a two-tiered cake and oh everything was first for that cake and so I was super proud of that cake but I I tell you, if I look at it, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so that was what I did. Like, I just reached out to just two of them because I just wanted to just work on my skills. And they were very good at giving me very tasky designs. And like, I know you can do it. So you will do it. And even for flavors, like I started with just banana and chocolate cake. But each time I do cakes for them, they're like, oh, this is the flavor I want. I'm like, I've never done it before. And they're like, well, you can do it. <laughs> and when I do it, it comes out really good. Then how I started my business was like one morning I was napped. I was sleeping. It was Ramadan period. And my friend just called me. I said, oh, my friend wants a cake for her daughter's birthday. I'm like, dude, what are you saying? Like, I've never done cakes for anybody outside you guys. She's like, yeah, I, I know. But I know you can do it. So that's why I said you would do it. I'm like, no. And she's like, yes. Send me the quotes. <laughs> I love I these friends you the of yours. Picture. Yeah. Send me the quote. I will send you the picture. And I know you can do it. Like, I'm looking at the cake. I'm like, this is so simple. This is something that I can do. And I jumped out of bed. I went to grab my mom. So like, like he, she's, she's killed me. Like, why would you tell someone I can make a cake? Like, knowing fully well, like, I've, I've not done anything like that before. And he was like, just calm down. I know it's something you can do and blah, blah, blah. And she sent me the picture. I'm like, oh, okay, I think I can pull it off. And I'm like, oh, so what flavor do you want? She's like, carrot cake. I'm like, dude, I'm not done carrot cake before. Like, why are you giving me something? She's like, again, I know you can do it. And, <laughs> and I did it. And by the time <laughs> I finished making the cake, I was like, oh, my God. Like, did I do this? Am I really the one that did this? <laughs> and and um, yeah, that was how I started. And my dad, my dad was around then, and he was like, "This is really good. Like, you can do this." And I, my husband was like, "Yeah, why don't you just start a business?" And this, my particular friend, has been telling me like since I did our daughter's first cake, and that was 
um the year the the second year I started baking and she's like oh I mean why don't you start a business out of this I'm like please no like I just want this as as an hobby like something I love doing and I don't think I want to go into it and when I did a daughter's kick the second year and she's like again why don't you do this and I'm like ah. I don't think I'm cutting for that. You understand? I just want to just be doing it for you guys and my kids. And that's just it. So, and even my license, she was the one that like encouraged me to get it. She was like, you know what? Just get the license, you know, just in case. Um, I need to, t- I need to do a cake for my daughter and have to take it to her school. And they asked for the license of the baker and you'll have it. And a long time that I did, I took, I took, I took the test for my, for my license and, I got my license a year before I even started being, <laughs> I started being on cakes. So by the time I started, it was like, I already had all the tools I needed. And that was how I started. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> oh, I just, I just love this story. I love how, even though you weren't sure you could do it, your yeah. friends knew you could, they knew immediately yeah. like, yeah, no, you don't have a choice. You are doing this. You are fantastic. You're doing it. And you just like figured it out and you did yeah. a great job. And I love that. And have you been Thank able you. to keep it still with something that you love now that you are baking all the time? Because I know that was a worry of yours that. Yeah. So, yeah, I still keep it as something. Yeah, I still keep it as something that I love. I try as much as possible to do the designs that I know I can do. Sometimes I take a little bit like, because again, because of the fact that I'm always unsure of myself and I just always have to challenge myself, like you can do it, right? And just do it. And that has been my watchword because again, you don't know if you would fail at something if you don't try it and you don't know if you'll be good at something if you don't try it. So that's what I've been doing now. And I say keep it up. So the joy I get after everything is the satisfaction of the clients, like the joy on the kids' face, how happy they are, and how satisfied I am as well. And how satisfied my kids are as well, because they're always excited to see something new that mommy did. Like, oh, you did that? Are you sh- you did that? I'm so ex- they're always so excited. So everything like that just gives me that satisfaction that like, yes, I love this thing. And I want to do it and I want to keep doing it. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, you've been very successful. I mean, last I saw, we we're doing this interview in May, but uh, your May was booked up. Like you're getting yeah, lots I, of orders. Book too. Oh, June is booked as well. So. <laughs> you are doing a phenomenal, like the year friends were so right. So yeah. you said you make all different kinds of flavors. So what are some of the flavors that you've made? of different kinds of cakes maybe like a maybe what's your most popular yeah so my my that's my favorite right now is red velvet <laughs> and that's kind of like what's most popular right now so but i've had people want um there's coconut which is another one that again i thought like there are some cakes i didn't like on the normal day but like when i started making i'm like oh this is this is not bad so like so there's red velvet there's coconut there's lemon blueberry um, my husband made me make that cake though, so and he liked it, and so I kept that on my menu because he liked it. <laughs> and um, there is the funfetti cake, which is just which is um, vanilla cake with lots of sprinkles in it. And so each each time, I, again, I don't want so much flavors on my menu so that it's not it's not that difficult for clients to pick what they want. Yeah. Um, but sometimes if you let me know, oh, I want this flavor, 
I feel like, you know what? Okay, fine, I can do it, right? If it's specially requested. But again, I don't want to oversaturate my clients with so, so much flavor that it becomes a, a burden for them to choose or it becomes a burden for me as well because sometimes you might not get the, the necessary ingredients you would need for those specialty flavors. So yeah. my goal is to keep it simple. But if the needs arise for a customer to request a particular kind of flavor which they want, I can do that request for them. Yeah. So now that you've baked so many cakes, I'm sure you've learned some tips and tricks along the way to make baking a lot smoother, maybe things to kind of speed things up or things you never really thought of um, as far as like you know, not burning the bottom or different things. I'd love to know just kind of your insight as a baker of things that you like to do that just really help the process go smoothly. So what I've learned over time is um batch your work <laughs> like um so before i started i would do like everything one day right which would end up breaking me but what i realized is like i batch my work so i bake today i let it cool the next day i feel um feel and crumb coat then the third day i do the final coat decorate and get ready so if i batch my work that way i feel i have a smoother and it gives room for if there are errors, I can always wiggle my way around it. But if I wait till the last minute to do that, um, I get an anxious, there's so much anxiety and so much panic, you understand? So I just realized, you know what, spread your, spread your work along the week so that that way, if there are any rooms for errors, any room for corrections, you're able to wiggle that in and end up having the best products that you want at the end of the day. So... Yeah, I, there's just so much. And and so I've seen your baking space and you have just, it looks like a baking kitchen. I mean, you have <laughs> so many tools, so many um, decorating Gadgets. pieces and all the things. Um, is there anything in particular that has been really helpful for you as a baker? Any of the tools that are just like your go-to now all the time? So my baker's, my biggest um tool that like kind of like umped my pump my um baking is my stand mixer i still have the very first one i bought and it's still my old faithful so that was just that was just a game changer for me because initially i used to use the hand mixer and if you're having to do so much cakes like that is not just the best choice ever so <laughs> the stand mixer is my go-to is my favorite my favorite thing in that kitchen for my baking so far and uh that is my right right or die <laughs> <laughs> have you named it yet i mean yeah. i feel like it's probably getting to that point where you have a name yeah I'm, I'm just hoping it doesn't die before i name it so i'm just <laughs> like it's my old faithful we just have it there like just I, I take it out when i just need to have extra help with that but that was just the biggest game changer for me. And yeah, that has really helped me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've made such a wide variety of cake styles. Can you share about some of the ones that really stand out in your mind as far as like decorating um, ones that you thought were just super unique or really fun to make, or maybe ones that also were a little bit of a fail? Have you had any of those along the I way? I did. Oh, yeah, I did. So I, and until now, I'm still so scared of, of carving cakes. 
uh, because my very first experience was terrible. Like I cried, I literally, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried so hard. And I told my husband, tell me never to take any cake that I did to sculpt. So till tomorrow, I do not know how to sculpt or carve a cake because that fear, um, I don't, I, I didn't even take, I think I took a picture, but I don't even, I probably I did it because of how upset I was <laughs> about the cake. But again, but now I've like the one cake that I know that I put, um, that I still love, like I love that I just did recently was a haunted house cake. And that was a labor of love. <laughs> that was a lot of details. And um, I was super excited for that because that was the first time I've doing something like that. I've never done, like that was out of my league, out of something I would do. But again, <clears throat> you don't know you can do something if you don't try it yeah so yeah yeah so that was that was one thing i did i'm like i'm so proud of this one did you like, and every time i finish a cake i'm like hmm, i mean did you do this like you really did this so it's always when i finished that i stood i was like yes <laughs> yes yeah i did this that's right oh my yes God. i did this so yeah so that that's the <laughs> That's what I really love. I love oh. doing. Would I do that again? I'm not sure. But <laughs> oh, you're gonna do that one again for me this fall yeah, because I, know, right? <laughs> I I I saw this cake that she was talking about. This haunted house cake, and yeah. my son is obsessed with everything spooky and Halloween. Spooky. And so on his next birthday, which isn't until fall, but I'm 100% going to be requesting (laughs) a haunted house cake for him. And he's going to be so excited. So excited. I know, right? That's super cool. I I know I I put your name down for that cake. So don't worry about it. Your spot is saved. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, man. I just love your mentality about this. If you don't know it, you won't know it till you try it. And I think that's just... It, it's so encouraging and such a good yeah. reminder to think about. <laughs> um, exactly. And in so far as like the business side of things, um, how are you kind of getting the word out additionally about your business? Like how, um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as far as making a cake. You don't know until mm-hmm. you do it. Um, what mm-hmm. are some of the kind of the wins that you've had as far as like the business side of things and growing? Uh, what are some things that you've learned along the way? So most of the things I've learned along the way is community. Like word of mouth is very powerful and very strong. And um, I have a, my husband is one person that everything has to be perfect, right? Because that speaks a lot about you. Um, so I try as much as possible to make sure that I, everything that leaves my house has to be perfect. And as much as possible, I try as much as possible to have like this, a little bit of communication relationship with my clients in such a way that I make them feel comfortable. Like, okay, fine. this is just a normal, regular person, right? And I'm going to do this cake or do this treat for you as I would do for my family or my kid. And I know that excitement. So I put my all in on. I make sure that like, I give this client or the clients what they want, right? And have that strong relationship with them that, just be comfortable and be okay because I know like customer relations is very, very important. And the way you speak to your clients, would it seal the deal or cancel the deal? Right. So, and I, I always realize that sometimes when you send a text message or an email, sometimes the vibe isn't really there. So I usually prefer calling and just speaking to my clients on the phone, just to have that vibe. I know that. Okay. But you know what? I got you. Um, this is what I'm going to do. And that 
all that. And I've heard a lot of people tell me, oh, like the way you spoke, um, the way you spoke to me on the phone, the way you, you addressed me, the way you communicated with me, like that was what really made me um, pick you as my client, as, as the person to do this cake for me. And, and that's what I keep working on. Because again, I know that that relationship, that, that manner of approach is what seals the deal. And the way I get my, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of where I get my clients are more of word of mouth. Um, oh, someone, I did it. Someone did this cake. Oh, someone referred you to me. Someone told me that you did best cake. Someone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always very grateful like, <laughs> because it's not by me. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's just amazes me every time. I can attest to what you're saying as far as how you speak with clients and interact with them, just because I always notice when you, when I'm speaking with you, just not like on, on social media or whatever, you're always like, hi, how are you doing? Like, <laughs> how was your day today? You always yeah. start the conversation out like that. And yeah. to be honest, most people don't. And I always yeah. like take note of that. And like, that's just, <laughs> it always makes me so happy when I like see how you yeah. interact in that way. And I can see how that, that little thing is major yeah. and can make people want to, to work with that's you. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what are some of your goals? Do you have like a bucket list cake that you're a little nervous to make? Or um, what are some of the kind of your goals and dreams for the business? So what I'm still trying to want to, want to do is um, I still want to um, conquer that fear of carving. I don't know when I would conquer it, but that is one thing I'm looking to conquer, right? Um, would I go fully into carving cakes? No, because it's a lot of work. <laughs> but I just want to conquer that um, and just know that, yes, okay, fine. It's not my fear of what I did the first time shouldn't deter me from doing it. So if I'm able to do it, I would be like, yes, I got the start. Um, because initially, before I started covering cakes with fondant, I had a, a major fear of that. Like, you know, I'm never going to cover a cake with fondant. Like, this is just so much work. My very first fondant cake was my son's birthday cake, and I was so excited with how it turned out. And that just created more opportunities for me. You know what? You can do this. Again, as I said, if you want to do it, you, you won't try. You don't, you, you don't know if you will fail in something until you try it, and you don't know if you will succeed. So, that even though that is my greatest fear right now <laughs> in carrying a cake, I get that is something I would like to do um, when I can do it. <laughs> and it's just for me to just grow my business and just make it um, um, a known name. And in as much as possible, I'm growing my business. I still want that relationship and communication with my with my clients. I know I get busy; it's getting busier for me, and kind of like the communication about how fast I reply and respond and all that, but I'm trying as much as possible to make it my goal that within 24 hours, I'm able to get back to you and have that connection with you and make sure I make you comfortable. Like this person that's in your cake knows what she's doing. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Basically. I have no doubt that you will eventually get that carving done and you will keep it <laughs> and you will do fantastic at it. I mean, you have that drive and I know that, it will turn out amazing one of these times and I can't wait Thank to see you. it and for you to share it. Thank <laughs> and you I hope so you're like, that. I hope you feel like I did it. When you I did that. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope so too. I, I, again, it's just for me to summon up that courage. I just give myself the vibe. I always give myself that like, you can do it. And yeah, 
once I once I do it, don't worry. <laughs> the whole of IG would know that yeah, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah. so you are running, you said two full-time jobs essentially. Yeah. And you're baking and doing your other work. Um, I mean, many people that are listening are probably like, okay, when when does she have time to sleep? And <laughs> How are you like, how are you doing? I know you say you do the batching, um, but are you typically spending like a lot of your weekends then baking? Um, like how many orders do you usually take at one time? So it all depends. Again, most times I end up and I end up overbooking myself, which I am trying as much as possible to stop doing that. But um, the least I could get in a weekend is probably five. The least and probably I get more than eight. Seven, eight, it all depends. Oh and wow! So I'm trying as much as possible, yeah, not to, not to, to stop overbooking myself. Um, so over the weekend, I just prepare as much as possible, try as much as possible to prepare as much as I can, and still have time for the family, have time for the kids, and have time to relax, and have time for myself as well. Um, again, it's all a learning process, and this is just my second year, and it's all a learning process. I know, like. As the years go by, I will learn more on how to successfully, like, apportion my time and all of that. But again, the things I've learned from last year, I'm still putting it into practice. And I know that for next year, I will have a takeaway. Like, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. This is what you should do. So, yes, I'm still learning. <laughs> it's a long road, but I know I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to, when you're just starting out, you're, you know, you're trying to do all the things and learning. Exactly, learning the boundaries of of working is one of the hardest yeah, exactly. skills to learn as an entrepreneur and I'm still working on that myself so <laughs> I completely completely understand and yeah I'm just I just love all that you're doing and could you maybe also just share uh as far as the decorating side of it um kind of your favorite decor- decorating methods or tools that you use for me- decorating like with the fondant do you so do you have like different um like coloring things or like what are some yeah. of those tools that you use as for the decorating side so there, there are a lot of tools so my again my ride or die is the rolling pin you can really do anything without a rolling pin so <laughs> I have this little one that I use and I have a big one, but I really like the little one because it's little. Um, <laughs> so I have a, my rolling pin. Um, initially, when I started, I used to make my own fondants. But again, as I started having so much, I just usually just buy pre-made ones. So usually the ones I use are Wiltons. Um, those are my to-go. Um, for my food gel coloring, I usually use Americola. And now I just recently started using color meal because of the kind of buttercream I use. Um, the color meal is better in the sense of when I mix and all that because of my buttercream. Um, and all different types of colors. I have a lot of colors. And again, it's all based on what I'm doing, like the design I'm doing. So I have different colors. I have different um, imprints. I have different molds. It's really not one size fit all, right? Because each cake has its own design, has its own tools. But my most important tool, especially if I'm doing fondant, is the rolling pin. And I can't remember what it's called. There is this sharp knife that I used to cut tools to. I can't remember what it's called. But that's what I used to. So the rolling pin and that knife, exacto knife. 
Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I can see that that would be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and one thing I noticed when I was at your house, when you were baking one of the cakes for us, I think you were baking like mm-hmm. a baby shower cake, is you can tell that you are in the company of a true baker because her recipe book is like <laughs> has been thoroughly thoroughly used like it has all the flour on it it's yeah got, like all the marks and it's like and when I saw that I'm like oh yes this is the true baker um so if you are listening to this and you have an event coming up later this summer or in the fall like reach out to Amina and get on her calendar because she makes amazing cakes and Thank you she so is, much <laughs> yeah you're so impressive at what you do um how far out do people need to give notice then at this point so just kind of as soon as possible essentially as soon as possible yes as soon as possible initially when i started we're like oh give me at least two weeks notice but now that doesn't work again because i am like booked out like yeah. so um so as soon as possible as soon as you know the date of your event just reach out and yeah oh my calendar <laughs> and where's the best place to find you um either through instagram which is beyond cakes or through my website www.beyondcakes.com or facebook beyond cakes <laughs> and uh one last question before you go okay. what is your favorite cake your favorite red velvet. Cake. red velvet is your favorite yes, okay okay <laughs> and never get sick of it all right well, thank well you. maybe later but i, I know when i started i love vanilla then you like vanilla used to be my, yeah chocolate used to be my favorite and all of a sudden like red velvet is just is just it right now that's that's my <laughs> that's my favorite right now so <laughs> well you can't go wrong with red velvet especially when it's a good red velvet because you can have a not great but red velvet that's very dry and just doesn't have any of that flavor and when you have the right one oh well, yes. it just it's the spot <laughs> yes yes well thank you so much for speaking with me everyone go check out beyond cakes and get your order in asap thank you so much anna and this was a fun conversation <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode looking for more ways to learn all about the incredible things minnesota has to offer Follow us on social media at Minnesota Circle or subscribe to our newsletter at themncircle.com. If you wish to have a song featured on the podcast, please contact us. Loved this episode? Then subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Join us next time and enjoy the music. So